Is there anything better in this world than Keanu Reeves playing Lord Buddha? It's a rhetorical question, of course. The answer is no, there is nothing better. By the way, if you noticed that I carefully edited the three children out of that scene, then you've seen that movie way too many times. Well, so have I. Really? Eddie Izzard? Okay, these are just getting silly now. <clears throat> we better get into the... Uh, if this is the first time you're seeing me wearing this, click here. That's the full playlist. Uh, start with Dhammapada, if you want to take my recommendation on that. It was written a few hundred years prior to Lotus Sutra. Everyone who, you know, wrote the Lotus Sutra and uh, was around when it was this sort of philosophy was being developed, they were already familiar with everything in Dhammapada. So, uh, you know, I, I would say it's a prerequisite. Start with Theravada. That's, you know, my recommendation, if you haven't. Um, if you definitely are here for Lotus Sutra, but you don't want to jump in at part 11, you ha haven't seen any of them yet, then you can start here with episode one of the Lotus Sutra. Excuse me while I sort things out here. All right. <clears throat> so, without further ado... Well, let's jump right in, shall we? Okay. After this speech of the venerable Shariputra, the Lord said to him, I declare to thee, Shariputra, I announce to thee, in presence of this world, squeaky chair, sorry, in presence of this world, including the gods, Maras and Brahmas, in the presence of this people. I'm going to show you something from Shanghai real quick. Yeah, there it is. There's, there's the congregation that the Buddha was talking to in the Lotus Sutra. Pretty cool, right? All right, I'm going to use my third card for this one. Uh, but don't watch it right now. That, that clip came from this video that was from my, uh, my trip to Shanghai back in 2018. Okay, okay, moving along, moving along. That was the uh, everyone present. I think you might have even seen a, uh, a Garuda. Did you see the Garuda? Hopefully I, I gave it time for enough of that clip to, to really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. All right, all right, all right. Including ascetics and Brahmins that thou, in the presence of this people, including ascetics and Brahmins that thou, Shariputra, hast been by me made ripe for supreme, perfect enlightenment in presence of 20 hundred thousand myriads of Kotisa Buddhas. 
I didn't think there were that many, but you know, in in that shot. Sorry, I'm being silly. All right. Um, that thou, Shariputra, hast for a long time followed my commandments. Thou, Shariputra, art by the counsel of the Bodhisattva, by the decree of the Bodhisattva, reborn here under my rule. Owing to the mighty will of the Bodhisattva, thou, Shariputra, hast no recollection of thy former vow to observe, observe the religious course, that means that what I'm saying is in parentheses, because I think it's too distracting for me to say a bunch of stuff. Okay, so when you see me do this, know that the words I'm saying while I'm saying that are in parentheses, added by the translator to help understand the flow of the words. Okay, of the counsel of the Bodhisattva, the decree of the Bodhisattva, thou thinkest that thou hast reached final rest, I, wishing to revive and renew in thee the knowledge of thy former vow to observe the religious course, will reveal to the disciples the Dharma Paryaya called the Lotus Sutra of the True Law. All right. This Saranta. What's a Saranta? Comment below. Again, Sariputra. At a future period, after innumerable, inconceivable, immeasurable eons, when thou shalt have learnt the true law of hundred thousand myriads of kotis of tathagatas, showed devotion in various ways, and achieved the present bodhisattva course, Thou shalt become in the world a Tathagata named Padmaprabha, which means Lotus Prabha. What does Prabha mean? Comment below. All right. Endowed with science and conduct, a Sugata, a knower of the world, an unsurpassed tamer of men a master of gods and men, a Lord Buddha. At that time, then, Sariputra, the Buddha field of that Lord, the Tathagata Pramaprabha, to be called Viraga. Viraga, that means tiger, right? Am I mixing it up with something else? You know what word comes from that Sanskrit word for tiger? All right. If so, I think this is a typo. It should be V-I-A-G-R-A. They've spelled it V-I-R-A-G-A. I think I'm mixed up. It's Viraja, like a king, some kind of king. But yeah, as a side note, uh, Viagra is Sanskrit for tiger. Anyway, speaking of Pfizer, right? Did you get your vax? Um, I know if you have a, an autoimmune deficiency, then you're the reason why it should be required for everybody else around you to get the vax. If they're like discriminating against you for not getting it and you can't get it because of the autoimmune deficiency, then you have something to complain about. But, okay, I'm not going to go there. I already went there, didn't I? See? All right. Let me start at the beginning of that sentence. 
At that time then, Shariputra, the Buddha field of that Lord, the Tathagata Padmaprabha, to be called Viraja, will be level, pleasant, delightful, extremely beautiful to see, pure, prosperous, rich, quiet, abounding with food, replete with many races of men. It will consist of lapis lazuli. Akshobhya, I'm just going to borrow this for a moment. Akshobhya of the mirror-like wisdom. Where's this? Okay. I mean, my statue does. Not to say that that's more of a Ratna Sambhava thing, you know, like, get all the gems. Okay. Where was I? Uh, lapis lazuli and contain a checkerboard. <clears throat> I'm not going to lift up the chessboard, but know that it's here. And I'm and and Chris is two moves away from mate, and then uh, then we'll start round fifteen. Okay. Anyway, checkerboard of eight compartments distinguished by gold threads. Each compartment having its jewel tree always and perpetually filled with blossoms and fruits of seven precious substances. Now that Tathagata Padmaprabha, Shariputra, will preach the law by, by the instrumentality of the three vehicles. If I'm not mistaken, uh, after Buddha passed away, I forget what order it went in, but the next person to take over the position of leader of the Sangha was either Ananda or Shariputra. It was one of them, and then it was the other one, according to tradition. Um, and uh, later, hopefully soon, uh, in the next few months, I'm going to be going to Bodh Gaya with Priyal, uh, where her family's from. Her family's from Bihar relatively near Bodh Gaya, where all of this stuff was written, where this stuff was going down, where these speeches were given, uh, and where the, uh, where the monks that uh, developed these sutras were practicing. The ruins of those temples, what they call a university, uh, is there, and I, I'm going to be there. And uh, I don't know if I'll bring this along, but I'll do a, a little something, maybe a reading. If, if I'm imagining, wouldn't it be fun if, uh, if I brought this along and just sat right outside the ruins where Mahayana was developed and read for 30 minutes Lotus Sutra or whatever sutra I'm on by then? That's ideal. We'll see what happens when that time comes. But just know that I had that in mind before I started episode one of Dhammapada. Anyway... Mm -hmm. Further, Shariputra, that Tathagata will not appear at the decay of the eon, but preach the law by virtue of a vow. That eon, Shariputra, will be named Maharatna Pratimandita, i.e. ornamented with magnificent jewels. See, Ratna must have something to do with jewels, right? I'm not an expert in Sanskrit, by any means, barely a beginner. Knowest thou, Shariputra, I went through, you know, yoga teacher training like four times, so I know 
as much Sanskrit as are worked into the most common poses. And then, then over time I forget, but anyway, uh, and then I think that and like certain things from Buddhism formed the base foundation of my knowledge of Sanskrit. And then slowly I've been learning a bit of Hindi and uh, people, people here, you know, you'd be surprised, like people who drive uh, taxis and autos, sometimes they went to school for Sanskrit. They took Sanskrit. In the West, you only meet like the, you know, sort of privileged nerds. I'm talking about my own kind, I know, uh, who who take a course in Sanskrit so that they can chant the Sanskrit, you know, more impressively in their yoga teacher, in their yoga class. But here, people take Sanskrit for one reason or another. You know, people, you'd be surprised. Anyway. <clears throat> All right. Knowest thou... Shariputra. Why that eon is named Maharatna Pratimandita? Let's take a moment and see if we can figure it out. Let's play Shariputra for a moment. So it means, according to the parentheses, ornamented with magnificent jewels. And the eon that he's referring to is the, okay, he, he will not appear at the decay of the eon. So it's not an eon of decay. My guess is that the ornaments aren't necessarily reflective of, like, the true inner beauty of the eon. Sorry, I said aeon earlier, old habits, right? Um, all right, well, let's read on and see what happens. Speaking of precious gems and jewels, that's pretty cool, right? Here's some free advertisement for whoever, whatever company that is underneath my fingers that produces these. It's on the other side of the chessboard to remind me that I'm playing chess with the elements, right? All right. <clears throat> the real elements, not the... Uh... Okay, okay. Now I won't, I won't go there. We're in the astral. We're, we're, in a, we're in an astral zone where the Buddha actually is saying these words, Siddhartha Gautama, and he's actually saying them to Garudas and gods and all of this. Rather than the realist, uh, materialist, historian, sort of maybe atheist uh, uh, perspective that I was taking in episode 7, where I was saying, this isn't historically accurate, meh, this was written 800 years after he passed away, meh. We're not going to be like that. So, the elements, the five elements, where void is one of them, uh, Akasha. They just out of laziness in, in the West, people talk about Akasha being spirit, but it actually is space. Sort of like space. Space. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's accurate. It's the space which contains the other elements. So that is accurate to that space, right? The other elements being earth, air, fire, and water. Okay, sorry. Uh, do, do thou know us? Let's, let's find out. Why? Why is it called this? The bodhisattvas of a Buddha field, Shariputra, are called ratnas, jewels. Okay? And at that time, there will be many bodhisattvas in that sphere, called viraja. Innumerable, incalculable, beyond computation. Computation, what's the Sanskrit word for that? 
because uh, we could like add an ER and make that the Sanskrit word. Okay, abstraction made from their being computed by the Tathagatas. Are, the, are they Mentats? Uh, on that account is that eon called Maharatna Pratni Mandita. So it's a good eon because there's many bodhisattvas. Now, proceed, Shariputra. At that period of the bodhisattvas of that field, will in waking, in walking steps on jewel lotuses. Let me try that again, see if it makes sense or if it's just me. Now proceed, Shariputra. At that period, the bodhisattvas of that field will in walking step on jewel lotuses. Okay, okay, it makes sense. And these bodhisattvas will not be plying their work for the first time. They, having accumulated roots of goodness and observed the course of duty under many hundred thousand Buddhas, they are praised by the Tathagatas for their zealous application to Buddha knowledge. Are perfectioned, perfectioned, that's what it says, uh, in the rites of preparatory to transcendent knowledge, accomplished in the direction of all true laws, mild, thoughtful. Generally, Shariputra, will that Buddha region teem with such bodhisattvas? As to the lifetime, Shariputra, of that Tathagata Padma Prabha, it will last 12 intermediate kalpas. I think that's a long time, right? Uh, if we leave out of account the time of his being a young prince. And the lifetime of the creatures then living will measure eight intermediate kalpas. At the expiration of 12 intermediate kalpas, Shariputra, the Tathagata Padma Prabha, after announcing the future destiny of the Bodhisattva called Driti Purnan, bracket parentheses, Driti, meaning perseverance or endurance. See, we're learning Sanskrit. My pronunciation probably isn't very good, so find someone who knows Sanskrit and ask them. Um, Driti Parnipura is full of perseverance. Or endurance. So, Parnipura is full of, one might assume. It sounds a lot like, uh... oh, anyway. Uh, okay. Two superior, okay, blah. Mm-hmm. Two superior, okay, let's, let's back up and leave out the bracket parentheses. Shariputra, the Tathagata Padma Prabha, after announcing the future destiny of the Bodhisattva called Driti Puri Purnan to superior perfect enlightenment, is to enter complete nirvana. Okay. This Bodhisattva, ma, this is in quotes, this Bodhisattva Mahasattva Driti Puri Purna, O monks, shall immediately after me come to supreme perfect enlightenment. He shall become in the world a Tathagata named Padma Vrishabhavikramin, an arhat, endowed with science and conduct. Now, the Tathagata Padma Vrishabhavikramin, Shariputra, 
we'll have a Buddha field of quite the same description, the true law, Shariputra, of that Tathagata, Padma Vrishabha Vigraman, will, after his extinction, last 32 intermediate kalpas. And counterfeit, and the counterfeit of his true law will last as many intermediate kalpas. Hmm, that's interesting. The counterfeit. So his, his, his dharma will last this amount of time, and then the, the fake version of his dharma will last that amount of time. It's like he says that as if it's just assumed that that happens. Wow, that has like interesting implications when it comes to like thinking about every great sage or guru or messiah that there was like the period there's the period of the realness of it and then there's the period of the fake version of it huh. well anyway interesting maybe not that interesting but I thought it was worth pausing to reflect and on that occasion the Lord uttered the following stanzas Thou also, son of Sari, shalt in future be a Jina, a Tathagata named Pradmapaba of illimited sight. That's like unlimited, I guess. Thou shalt educate thousands of kotis of living beings. That's a lot, I think. After paying honor to many kotis of Buddhas, making strenuous efforts in the course of duty, and after having produced in thyself the ten powers thou shalt reach supreme perfect enlightenment. Within, Alan Watts used to talk a lot about that Sanskrit phrase. I just remember samyak sambodhi, anuttara samyak sambodhi, uh, something close to that. I don't know. I'll find out and let you know. Um, within a period inconceivable and immense, there shall be an eon rich in jewels, or the eon jewel rich and a sphere named Vira, Viraga, Viraja, the pure, or vir, Viraga? I don't know. Uh, the pure field of the highest of men, and its ground will consist of lapis lazuli. Sounds pretty. And be set off with gold threads. Ooh. And will have hundreds of jewel trees. Ooh. Uh, what? Okay, very beautiful and covered with blossoms and fruits. Bodhisattvas of good memory, able in showing the course of duty, which they have been taught under hundreds of Buddhas, will come to be born in that field. And the aforementioned Jina, then in his last bodily existence, shall, after passing the state of Prince Royal, renounce sensual pleasures, leave home to become a wandering ascetic, and thereafter reach the supreme and the highest enlightenment. The lifetime of that jina will be precisely twelve intermediate kalpas, and the life of men will last eight intermediate kalpas. After the extinction of the Tathagata, the true law will continue thirty-two eons in full. For the benefit of the world, including the gods. How long is an eon? I think in, in the scientific the way they divide it, the first eon is like half a second or something. Like right before 
I forget. I don't remember. It's been a long time um, since I watched that documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. When the true law... Wait. Sorry. Eight intermediate kalpas, 32 intermediate eons in full for the benefit of the world, including the gods. When the true law shall have come to an end... Its counterfeit will stand for 32 intermediate kalpas. The dispersed relics of the Holy One will be honored by men and gods. Oh, that's what it looks like when there's a counterfeit eon of, uh, of the true Dharma. People worshiping the relics. Hmm. Such will be the fate of that Lord. Rejoice, O son of Sari, for it is thou who shall be that most excellent of men, so unsurpassed. The four classes. Okay, so that's the end of the thing that it said that Buddha was going to say, and now it's just talking. The four classes of the audience. Monks, nuns, lay devotees, male and female. Gods, nagas, goblins, gandharvas, demons. Wow, they didn't all leave with the chaff? All right. There's some, some good, studious demons that are on their way to becoming bodhisattvas. I'll buy it. Garudas, Kinaras, great serpents, men and beings not human. On hearing the announcement of the venerable Shariputra's destiny to supreme perfect enlightenment, were so pleased, glad, charmed, thrilling with delight and joy that they excuse me, that they covered the Lord severally with their own robes. Hopefully it was cold. Not a hot day. Otherwise, that seems like a rude thing to do, right? Uh, while Indra, the chief of the gods, Brahma Sahampati, besides hundred thousands of kotis of other divine beings, covered him with heavenly garments and bestrew him with flowers of heaven, mandaravas, and great mandaravas. High aloft, they whirled celestial clothes and struck hundred thousands of celestial musical instruments and cymbals high in the sky. And after pouring a great rain of flowers, they uttered these words. The wheel of the law has been put in motion. Let's try that again. The wheel of the Dharma has been put in motion by the Lord. The first time at Benares, at Rishipatna, in the Deer Park. Today has the Lord again put in motion the supreme wheel of the Dharma. And on that occasion, those divine beings uttered the following stanzas. So this is not the Buddha talking. This is the, uh, the responsorial, if you will. All right. The wheel of the Dharma was put in motion by thee, O thou that art unrivaled in the world, at Benares, O great hero, that wheel which is the rotation of the rise and decay of all aggregates. There it was put in motion. Let's pause for a moment because the wheel of the Dharma is a very mysterious thing and it's not often defined. And if someone were to ask me what it is, it would I'd probably just sort of stutter and stumble and be like, well, it's like, you see, because the Four Noble Truths... So, let me just read that again a little more slowly. Um, the wheel of the Dharma was put in motion by thee, O thou that art 
unrivaled in the world, at Benares, O great hero. That wheel, which it, this part's in parentheses, but I'm going to go with it. That wheel, which is the rotation of the rise and decay of all aggregates. And when they say aggregates, one knows that they're talking about the skandhas. And there are five skandhas. Can I remember them? Perception, feeling, uh, <laughs> uh, form, Mm-hmm. All right, next time, next time on Buddhist books, I'll remember all five aggregates. <laughs> and, uh, and then we'll know that at least right here on, on this page of the Lotus Sutra, they're defining the wheel of the Dharma as the rise and the fall of those aggregates. Juso hmm. Yoshiki. Anyway, I know them in medieval Japanese, but it seems I've forgotten them in English. All right, so we're at thirty minutes. Uh, let's let's finish a sentence, shall we? Uh, the rise and decay of all aggregates. There it was put in motion for the first time. Now, a second time, it is turned here, O Lord. Today, O Master, thou hast preached this law, which is hard to be received with faith. Let's sit on that for a couple of days. Which is hard to be received with faith. Hmm. All right. Thank you all for joining me once again for this recital of the Lotus Sutra on the Buddhist books series. Um, I wanted to close with something a little bit uh, different and special. Well, it's up to you if you decide to click the card or not. Um, just real quick, I'll introduce you to a good buddy of mine. Well, you know, figuratively, so this is Vajrasattva. Vajrasattva has, um, well, we'll get to Vajrasattva later in the series, like much later in the series. Um, but there's a, uh, a mantra associated with Vajrasattva, which has 108 syllables. And just recently, it, it's not an old, I think, I think it's a year, a year ago, uh, a woman who, who, her name is, I believe, Tina Ting. And she's been reciting, uh, Buddhist mantras to music and they've been making these very high production high quality videos I recommend subscribing to her channel and then you know go into the description click through and on bandwagon you can uh, download her music just get it all just you know uh, if you can um, otherwise a lot of it is available for free on YouTube and the Vajrasattva mantra in particular I, I, I want to wholeheartedly recommend checking that out it's visually stunning audially beautiful and if you're in just in the slightest little bit of a buddhist mood after this half an hour and change of uh hearing me ramble on then you can continue it for another 19 minutes or so in a very nice way by clicking here all right only four cards for today i already gave you the the little buddha all right, it's the full movie's available on YouTube. 
Little Buddha, Keanu Reeves as Buddha, it's right there. Eddie Izzard you can find on your own. All right. Thank you all once again for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. I guess you're enjoying it if you watched it all the way through, especially if you've seen all 17 episodes. How many hours is that? That's almost nine hours. That's eight and a half hours of, uh, of me sitting here wearing this. Well, actually, the Dhammapada I was in Goa, which is, you know, that way, over there, a few couple thousand kilometers or so. All right, let's uh, wrap this up, shall we? To the north and to the west. What? To the north and to the south. To the east and to the west. To the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below. We send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Until next time.